What up? What's going on, people, today? This your boy, Daedron, and this is the Unfiltered Sportsman Podcast. I'm riding solo dolo today, but you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Uh, shout out to Steven. Um, he had to take care of some business, so, you know, he's taking care of business today, so that's why you got me. I'm by myself. Um, a lot to talk about. Um... I, mean, I don't even know where to start. There's so much to get into. Uh, we're going to talk about the Father, Father's Day recap, obviously. Uh, the movie Fatherhood, which everybody should see. And if you haven't seen it yet, I'm going to spoil it for you. So there's that. Um, then we'll talk about Juneteenth. And surprisingly, a lot of people don't even know about it. Don't even know the reason behind it. Also, um, talk about these playoffs. The NBA playoffs. Um Really surprising to see what happened as it pertains to the Sixers. Well, not surprised there. But what happened with Brooklyn? Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Um, Let's see, what else? Football, a player came out and said he was gay. Who cares? I'm going to get into that for a few minutes too. Um, And even so much so, we even got an email now. So if you have any questions, comments, complaints, you can email us. I'm going to get to all of that today. First thing, oh, also, what we're going to talk about is, um, how about the black girl magic that's going to the Olympics this year? That's not being discussed, not even by ESPN, but I'm going to discuss it. So, so much to get into. Again, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there who are fathers, who are fathers, who are in the homes, taking care of their children. Even if they're not in the home, you're still doing your duty as a father. Shout props, props to you. Um, got, not got into a debate because it was a it was a win win situation for me as it pertains to talking about Father's Day because you have some women, emphasis on some, who believe that that mothers should be uh mothers should be applauded for them taking care of the home by themselves because the father is not in the home for whatever reason. Um. So I got to say this, this is not to the, to the mothers who are, who are taking care of the homes and the husband is not there because he lost his life for whatever reason that happens a lot in the military. Um, trying to see, cause I don't want to, cause what I'm about to say, it's gonna probably gonna hurt some people's feelings, mainly women, but you know, it is what it is. That's why we unfiltered. So father's day is a representation of of we paying homage to the fathers out there who are doing their part in their children's life. It's not for mothers to try to say, I'm the mother and the father. You had your day. And so had a conversation. Um, my homeboy I played football with, he uh, put on this post on Facebook saying that, you know, w- women can't be fathers, right? Just paraphrasing or whatever what the post said. And women come out there saying that they disagree because a woman can do this a woman can do that that's fine and dandy so i came on there and said straight up you know unless you and i try to keep it you know pg here but you know i'm gonna use the medical term unless you have a penis you can never be a father women period just call it what it is you don't have to like it you don't even have to agree with it but a woman tried to tell me that I was small-minded. How is that? Because I, I know how creation works. Without a man carrying the seed, a woman can never get pregnant. I don't care what this new science that comes out saying you can women can get pregnant through bone marrow. Never heard of that. Probably don't believe it. But anyway, so a lot of it is going on. So without the male seed, because this is you know, the design now, mind you, she viewed my page, my, my um personal page, saying that you you're supposed to be a child of God and all this other stuff. How can you be this and that? I said, Well, since you want to bring God into this, let's talk about the order of the family. There's God, Jesus, husband, wife, children. And by God's design, he created man for that purpose to 
be a father in the home because we know God is the ultimate father of all of us as we as children, right? So she wanted to bring God in. And I'm like, I didn't even have to mention God, but since you want to bring it in, you want to view my page. And I told her, thank you for viewing my page. I hope you uh, be my friend or whatever. I don't care if you are my friend or not. I got 1,500 friends. Half of them I don't even know, but I post positive things and stuff like that. So apparently I'm encouraging someone. But since you want to bring God into it, let's talk, let's talk about God. Like, it, this is not God designed. God did not design women to be, to play two parts. And I said to her, maybe you should make better choices than who the men you sleep with. Boom. I'm going to get in trouble for that. Send the email. I'm going to tell y'all the email in a few minutes. Just hold on. I'm going to tell y'all. Y'all can type it in. Put a comment so someone else can see what the email is. It's going to be real simple. But, yeah, maybe you should make a better choice than the men you sleep with. Period. That's, that's not saying that, you know, it's not the man's fault or whatever. Because, you know, it takes two. So, if you want to allow a man, well, I don't even consider him a man if he's not in the picture as a father. Let me just say it like that. But if you allow these boys that you sleep with, because for, for a few moments of pleasure, excuse me, get you pregnant. Then all of a sudden he'd be like, I don't want to be in the child's life. Now he's a deadbeat. Right. So, but you as women, you cannot take away the fact that there are good fathers out there who are in the home because all fathers ain't deadbeats. We ain't out thugging in the streets. We're actually in the home. I'm in my home. Steven is in his home. I know other men who I'm who I'm surrounded with are in the home of the uh with their children. So pump the brakes, women. You have your dad's mother's day. We applaud you. Things like that. So moving on from that, anybody want to complain? I'm gonna get to the matter of fact, I'm gonna take the email now. So the email is unfiltered.sportsman0683 at gmail.com. Hit us up. For your complaints, comments, questions, anything you want us to talk about, anything you want us to discuss, we for it. We will talk about it. We're not ashamed of it. We are unfiltered for a reason, so we'll get into it. So, now, tell you about my Father's Day recap. Steve can tell you all about his um, next week, maybe. Uh, so, one of my gifts I got, and... You know, being around my wife and children, you know, you tend to be a little on the emotional side. You have to be in touch with your emotional emotional side. And I mean, men are weak. We just have compassion. So one of the gifts I got, and I wanted to share this too, um, it's this uh, photo. I'm going to get it put it close so y'all can see that uh, my wife made. I'm assuming she made with the children as well. I like it. It's, you know, it's just saying... Husband, father, and friend, we love you beyond measure. So, one of the first things I see in here is, uh, you know, my wife, she put this nice long note in here. I'm not going to read it to you. I've already read it. not reading it again. But, you know, looking at it, I'm like, okay, I like this. I honestly did not know that, that there were pictures in here. I mean, I thought we was going to have to put photos in here and stuff like that. Nope. First thing I see is a picture of the women who have impacted my life and my brothers. Uh, obviously, the first one is my mother-in-law. The one in the middle is my biological mother. And the one on the right, I guess, depending on how you're looking at it, is my godmother. All three of them have impacted my life in some way. And obviously, I have my brothers. As you see, Steven is on here, too. Let me show y'all again. So, see Big Steve. Um, the one up top is my brothers, Terry and Corey. And the other picture is me and my cousin, Daniel. But he's like, he's like my brother cousin. Slash my, my young prodigy is what I call him sometimes. When I saw the picture of these three women, I almost cried. Not even going to lie. Not going to front. I almost cried. Like I was like, eyes got water and everything. I was just like, not going to do it. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. Not doing it. Not today. Mm-mm. It's Father's Day. I've got to be tough. Almost got me. Even just now looking at it, it almost got me. Um. So I was like, nope, nope, not going to do it. Nope. Mm-mm. 
not today. Um, trying to see some other pictures, you know. I love all my children. Whew. Yep. I'm just going to close it for now. Y'all can thank my wife. She's very creative. It's like, it's kind of hard to one-up her because we kind of do that towards each other. So it's uh, one of those things that, hey, we're just going to be one-upping one each other for the rest of our lives. All right. So my fatherhood, I mean my fatherhood, my father's day was great. Uh, spend time with my family as usual. Um, I've always wanted to share Father's Day with another father and his family. Um, so maybe that'll be in the works for next year and the upcoming years. Um, I know that b before he got married, shout out to my boy Apache who makes good tea cakes. Y'all should check them out, pu pull it up. They got the best tea cakes I've had in a long time. Um, I wanted to share with him, but, you know, once he got married and, you know, they have children, you know, his wife wants to shower him on Father's Day. So I don't, I don't block it. I don't do none of that. I'm like, hey, so there are any fathers out there who want to celebrate next year, maybe? Holla at your boy, you know, I'm not cooking, but, you know, uh, you know, let my wife whip up something. Or his wife whip up something together, collaborate, do it up in the kitchen. Shoot, maybe me and Stevie can get together, you know. You know, matter of fact, what we should do, have the children cook for us. They they, they, they eat they eat everything we cook. Let them cook. They oh well my oldest one is old enough. I know Steven got a couple of teenagers in in, in his house as well, so yeah. Make them cook. Book it for next year, Father's Day. All right. The movie Fatherhood, I thought it was a great movie. And actually, it was a movie that came right on time because we give so much credit to women doing it on their own that we overlook the fact that there are some fathers who are doing it on their own with no support system, none of that. Watching that movie, not going to lie, Alfred Woodard almost made me mad because of her of her, I'm not going to say anger, but her frustration with Kevin Hart in the movie because she didn't believe that he could do it. And they tried to tell him how to live his life because he just lost his wife. And so he got to raise his child on his own and he got to, you know, figure it out, right? But we don't give credit to guys because that's what he's supposed to do, right? But we give all this credit to women. But, you know, that's what she's supposed to do, too, if the husband dies. Now, dude just want to be in the picture for whatever reason. That Sorry, that that's on him. That's on her as well. Again, that's why I always say, wait till you get married to have children. All right. Juneteenth recap and reflection. Mm, Juneteenth. Um, didn't do nothing, honestly, really just put some meat on the pit and kind of relaxed, spent a few, few minutes with the children before I went to sleep and I slept pretty good. I guess while I was asleep, my wife and children surprised me with all of the gifts that they have for me. I mean, I got flowers, I got balloons, I got a bunch of Reese's candy or anything peanut butter related. Cause I like peanut butter M&Ms, Reese's. No matter which one it is, I love it. That's just me. Then, you know, if you put me and my wife together, we are a Reese's Cup. Because I'm chocolate on the outside and she's the peanut butter. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, So, happy early birthday to my boy Steven. In case most people don't know, me and him are 20 days apart. Both of us are 20 days apart. And, uh... You know that that I guess that's that bond we have with each other. We're uh, yeah, twenty days apart. So happy birthday, Steve! He's turning thirty-eight too. He old fart just like me. Yeah, I said it. Don't be mad at me. Uh, so yeah, again, like I said, we have an email account. Now you can email us. Um, we're working on doing live videos for YouTube's pretty soon. So I'm gonna have my oldest daughter Julina help me out on that. 
She's she's tech savvy, more tech savvy than I am. Also, all right, now let's get into all this that's going on in the world. First off, I'm probably give her 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 15 seconds of fame real quick. Candace Owen, Candace Owens, and her antics. Um, she's been like anti-black for the longest, and she's black. I never seem to understand that because why do you hate your people? She thinks that making Juneteenth a federal holiday is so lame. But like, I find it funny how black people, well, people like her, who have this thing where they're against anything that's pro-black. Now, I've, I've gone on the record and said that I support the the message that it's Black Lives Matter, but not the the coalition of the people who who basically said uh, started it all because of they're pushing their alphabet agenda on it. But Candace Owens, like, like I want to see like, and I'm I'm not I don't want to sound like I'm being mean when I say this, but. I want to see her get pulled over, it get recorded, and they treat her like they treat every, like all of us that look like me. That's what I want to see. That That's what I want to see. I want to see her get treated like that. So then maybe she can understand that, hey, just because you're saying, oh, this, I don't like this, they shouldn't be doing this, they should work for this and work for that. Sounds stupid. Well, my oldest, my youngest daughter, she's still asleep. I can't say the word stupid, shut up, idiot, dumb around her because she takes offense to it. You know, you got to understand where your children are coming from. So, so the bishops um, make advanced efforts to deny Joe Biden, old school Joe, communion. And I'm like, why? Um... Are you denying your archbishops or I don't know the the chain of command as it pertains to the tree, as it pertains to what goes on in the Catholic churches? Because I'm assuming that Joe Biden is Catholic. Um, about half of them were pedophiles and you kept giving them communion. We don't want to talk about that, though, right? You know, we don't want to talk about them molesting these little boys and these little girls, but we still give them communion, but you want to deny somebody because you don't agree with some of the stuff that that he stands for as it pertains to his position as president. Miss me with that. Like, because if we're going to... See, here's my thing. If we're going to deny people stuff, especially people in the church, no matter what religion you're a part of or if you... Uh, profess yourself to be a Christian. You can't deny somebody something because you don't agree with them. It's a lot of people I don't agree with. I don't agree with Candace Owens. I believe she should go play in 290 traffic and see what happens. Or I-10 or 45. Whether you're going north to south. That's just my take. I didn't always agree with everything what Obama said. Explaining that love is love. Love is not love. Because love shouldn't be a sin. But we don't want to talk about that. Um, what else? Let's see. Like, especially if you're in the church, you, you're you never going to agree with what everybody, what everyone is doing. And that's okay. Like, it's literally okay that you don't agree with everything's, not even everything, just some things that some people say and do. You know, that's, it is what it is. Um, For those bishops that's trying to deny him, make sure you deny all those, those little people who are in positions of, of power in the church. Make sure you deny them the communion too. Deny them them crackers and that, and that juice, that, uh, excuse me, that cran grape. All right. Now there's a list of Republicans demanding that Joe Biden takes, takes a cognitive test. Why? Did y'all make 45 do it? The artist formerly known as Orange. Did y'all make him do it? Nah. Y'all didn't make him do that because he was cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And, you know, we thought what, what he's saying was, was, was liquid gold. Well, not we. 
But there were some people like Candace Owens who, who thought that he was speaking that liquid gold. No, he was spitting racism at his finest. And it showed what would happen January 6th. And they want to want to have conversations about them having PTSD, but we don't want to have conversations about blacks in America having PTSD from dealing with the racial injustice that's been going on. <sighs> All right. An Olympian hopeful blames a burrito for a positive drug test. Why would you eat a burrito? Like I have so many questions about this. Like, did you go to Taco Bell? Did you go to a taco truck? Like, I have so many questions about that. Like, why why are you blaming a burrito? You had a burrito. Put some hot sauce on your burrito, baby. You know, I don't know what it is. I don't know. Just, just going to move on from it. I think it's crazy. Uh, Governor Hot Wheels. I like saying that. Governor Hot Wheels. Signed the bill for amateur athletes to make money off of their likeness. Um... I'm okay with it. I think this is something that should have been going on. Like you put names on the back of these players' jerseys while they're in college and they yes, they have the scholarship, but scholarship only pays for so much. It pays for their books and board. So how do they earn money? Can't answer that. Police officer kneels on the neck of a fourteen year old boy. And there's outrage in Montreal. I'm still speechless about this. I just don't understand how it takes that much. Like, these police officers are really getting out of hand. Now, we keep saying, oh, cops ain't bad. That's great. You can keep saying that all cops aren't bad, all blacks ain't bad either. But we keep finding we keep finding ways to kill them, mistreat them, disrespect them in a way that so you can feel superior. Um, but it goes back to saying you know they they talked about Jesus, they mistreated Jesus, and all this other stuff. Which you know, in case people don't know, Jesus is black. You know, he's not this white, blonde hair, blue eyed. Jesus that people keep proclaiming that he is. Um, he's black. <laughs> black to the fullest. And if I'm lying, just go through the lineage of David. It'll break it down for you. And if you're reading, I believe it's the second Samuel. Because, you know, gotta gotta throw the Bible in there. Um, David looked different from his brothers. And it and it mentions that he was dark. I'm just I'm just saying. If Jesus comes through the line of David, the lineage of David, and David's dark, I'm going to let y'all sit there and let that marinate. So, I'm, I mean, for me, I'm just, it's like you're speechless and you don't know what to say, what to do, except just, it's a little disheartening because you know what? I got a son. Not even that. I have two daughters that they gonna, they got to come up in a world where people are going to look at them and think that they're less than when they're not. In my mind, they're greater than because they can do so much more just off talent alone than anybody else of a different race that has to work twice as hard for. Now, granted, I'm going to teach them to work hard at everything that they do. Because trust me, it'll be more fulfilling when you work hard for something that you get. Then the camera footage also shows a cop running over a shooting victim in Ohio. Now, this guy called the police, called dispatch, saying he had been shot and he was laying on the ground. I'm trying to figure out what was the police officer doing? Like not paying attention that you ran over the dude that you were supposed to be coming to tend to. I'm not going to say that it was an accident or if it was on purpose or not, but it sounds a little suspicious to me. That sounds very suspicious to me. Just don't, I just don't get it. Like, you a cop, 
you in a vehicle and a person that's on the phone with dispatch, the dude even said, I'm about to die. And yes, he did die from the, not only just from being shot, but from being ran over. That is crazy. How you get shot and you get ran over. Guess that's what they do in Ohio. She's still going to have her job because I think they put on paid leave. I don't get that. Because I guarantee, you know, I was to shoot someone that I'm going to get put on paid leave for my job. Highly doubt that. It's crazy. So, in Georgia, they have removed 100,000 names from their voter registration rolls. Why are you removing names? And I wonder what these na- who these names are. But in fact, I want to know who removed these names. They're not going to say, uh, of course, right? But it was some some Republican who who because I guess the hundred thousand would have made the difference for for forty five. Also, the artist formerly known as Orange maybe get another second term. No. But thank God for Stacey Abrams. She's working in the background to fix that. So, I think it's crazy that blacks are more of a threat to go vote. More of a threat to go vote than trying to stop all these mass shootings. I'm just thinking in the back of my mind now. Like, it's probably breaking news. we got another mass shooting. I know they had one in Austin a couple of days ago. This can't keep happening, but it keeps happening. It keeps happening. And... I don't know where to go from here. Like, we if if you're 18, you're and you're allowed to vote. You should be able to vote. Put in your voter registration and go vote. That's it. You shouldn't go through hula hoops and jump ropes to to vote. It it shouldn't take all of that. Cause I bet you most of, most of the felons are well. No, let me let me not get. No, you know what I'm gonna say. Most of the felons are probably politicians, and they're allowed to vote, or they get an excuse because they are politicians. But we don't want to talk about that. But I digress. All right, let's get into the NBA playoffs, starting with the Western Conference. Um, this past week, the Clippers finished off the Jazz, winning the series four to two. Donovan Mitchell was hobbled, not using that as an excuse. Um, but the Clippers moved on. Kawhi Leonard got his hurt, too. And people are giving praise to Paul George, like, this is going to be the year that he makes the change. Mm, he's still pandemic peak because he's going to find a way to mess it up. You know, as Stephen A. Smith likes to say about the Cowboys, their accident waiting to happen. Paul George is accident waiting to happen. Um, Sun swept the Nuggets. We already know that. And the Suns are playing the Clippers now. Right now, the Suns lead 1-0. And they play tonight, I believe, at, I think, 8 o'clock, 8.30, something like that. So I may try to tune in, watch a few minutes of it um, while I'm hanging out with the children. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I believe the Suns can win this in six, even with. And I'm only saying that because the Clippers may not have um, Kawhi Leonard for the rest of the uh, – for the rest of the playoffs. I believe Chris Paul will come back and, you know, do what he do. Because Devin Booker, he's that guy right now. Devin Booker is that guy right now. Again, I believe it's going to be, I think the Suns are winning six. Or it could go seven. Who knows? Who knows? The Eastern Conference The Eastern Conference, the Sixers and the Hawks. Hawks win the series in Game 7. Oh, I'm going to get into that. Um, Ben Simmons and Doc Rivers, both of them should be ashamed of themselves. First off, let's start with Ben Simmons. I think you probably, probably one of the worst point guards that ever played the game or forwards or point forwards, whatever you want to call yourselves. Like, and, and you showed it, you showed it in college 
soon soon as LSU did not make the tournament, he went out eating nachos and stuff like that. He went out doing X, Y, and Z. He went out doing this and that. Um, like then even uh during the um the summer league, you sitting there with the coach eating nachos and stuff. Like you're not even taking this thing seriously. You just well, I'm the number one overall pick, so I'm I'm gonna do what I want to do. Mm. Mm. It shows. Like I, I have to say this, right? I have to say this. If my job, if my my job, and I was getting paid to do it, was to play basketball, I'm working on every bit of my game to be better. Not just work on this person or that person. No, I'm working on my game. Ben Simmons, you've been in the league like three years, four years now, and you still ain't got a jump shot. That's a problem. That tells me you don't really care. You just want to get paid. For me, if I'm the Sixers GM, Daryl Morey, Elton Brand, I wouldn't pay him no Supermax. He don't deserve it. Period. Just tell it like it is, period. You don't deserve it. Nah. Get out of here. Nah. I wouldn't pay him. I don't care how. He can be 16 and can handle the ball like a point guard. Nah. Not paying him. Now, let's get to Doc Rivers. A lot of people have said it. I'm saying it too. He's not that good of a coach. Like, the ring you got in Boston was because of KG. Period. Paul Pierce is not Paul Pierce was never that dude that that was going to get you over the hump. Yeah, you added Ray Allen too and you had the pieces you needed, but Kevin Garnett changed the culture. It's it's just sad to say, but Kevin Garnett changed the culture there in Boston for that one for those couple of years that they were together and they only got one championship to show for it. One so you go to the Clippers thinking you're going to be the guy that gets them, you know, past the, past the second round. You're up 3-1 on the Rockets. Couldn't do it. You, I'm going to go in. I, I got to. So I'm like, I'm just watching like, Doc Rivers is not that good of a coach. I don't care if nobody say he's a Hall of Fame. He's not a Hall of Fame coach. I don't even think he was a Hall of Fame player. He was a good player, but he's not a Hall of Fame player. So, I mean, as as I as I've always as something I said in the past, you attract what you're ready for. So if you're ready to uh not get past the second round, you you, you sign Doc Rivers. He he's the guy you go with. Like I said, I didn't think he was that good of a player. I mean, he could I mean he's a good like I mean, I would if there was an eight man roster, he would be on the eight man roster. I'll say that much. But I'm not going to sit up and act like we just going to, like Doc Rivers was cold. Nah, bruh. Nah. And then it's showing in your son. Apple don't fall far from the tree. Sorry. Not sorry. And so now you with Philly and you think that you're going to change the culture there. And you did the same thing. Um, What's his name? Bruce Brown, yeah, Bruce Brown, can't can get past the second round. The difference between Bruce Brown and Doc Rivers is that when when Philly lost to, to the Raptors, it was on the last second shot that bounced four times and went in. Now, let's say Kawhi Leonard misses and they go into overtime. And let's say Philly wins. We're having a different conversation. So... I don't think Doc Rivers is that good of a coach. Sorry. You can book it. If you want to complain about it, email us. Unfiltered.sportsman0683 at gmail.com. Hit us up. I would love to hear your complaints. Correction. We would love to hear your complaints. Then you got the Nets and the Bucks. The Bucks won the series for three. And after Kevin Durant's game five sensational game, you know, they were like, yeah, Brooklyn's going to win it. Brooklyn's going to do this. 
I thought this matchup was going to be a, a pick em anyway. And so, Bucks won. Cam Durant did all that he could to, to get them there. James Harden played hurt in X, Y, and Z. As, no lie, as soon as, as soon as the, the Nets lost, I, I posted on Facebook saying that we need to criticize Kevin Durant and James Harden. If you want to throw in Kyrie Irving, a.k.a. Alfred the Butler, in the same conversation, we need to criticize them like we, like, like we always criticize LeBron for everything that he does. Like, Le, LeBron James took 12 seconds at the free throw line. Oh, see, Jordan didn't do that. Kobe didn't do that. Blah, blah, blah. No, let's criticize him. Let, let's criticize him. Let's, let's give the same criti- criticism we give LeBron to Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, a.k.a. Alfred the Butler, because that's what he is in Brooklyn. And let me say this again about Kevin Durant. I have nothing against Kevin Durant, right? I'll be honest. I didn't like the fact that what he did in OKC. You were up 3-1 against the the then champs, and you, you, you folded in game six and seven. And you had leads in those games. And you let them come back. And they, I mean, granted, they still lost. But isn't that amazing? Then you go to the team that just won 73 games. Go to the team that just won 73 games to get two championships to say, oh, you know, I'm this, I'm that, I'm all of the above. I'm seven I'm seven foot tall. You know, now. So then you leave because, and let me just say this about Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is not an alpha dog, period. Never n- never have been, never will be. OKC, who's the alpha dog there? Westbrook, Harden. Go to Golden State, who's the alpha dog there? Draymond, Clay. even though he was a shooter. But, he, you know, Curry was the babyface assassin. They, they, they didn't really, not, not to say that he's not an alpha but Draymond Green was the alpha dog there, like the, the rough rider. Then you go to Brooklyn, you know, you, you're thinking you're the alpha dog, and then they get James Harden. And you come out and say, man, we're not careers well. We're just trying to win the championship. You know what I'm saying? Bruh, only thing that's consistent about you, Kevin Durant, is those spider webs in your head. I said it. You make all that money, and you ain't did nothing to your head. Like, bruh. It's time to fix it up. Again, just like we criticized LeBron and his his hairline. Gotta, gotta talk about Kevin Durant. Cause obviously there's a bunch of spiders having a meeting. A couple of them black ants that be outside, they be moving a little fast and stuff. That's that's all I see. That's all I see in Kevin Durant's head. You put some moisturizer on that thing, brother. But again, you get James Harden in Brooklyn. Still the same results. You're not the alpha dog, bruh. You don't have that alpha mentality in you. And it's okay. But we criticize LeBron about that. Ain't that something? LeBron is alpha dog. And I'm not saying that because, you know, I'm a fan of his game. I'm saying because that's what it is. Granted, he always makes the the, the right basketball decision. Although we, we may disagree with it. But, no, I don't. It's. Watching Kevin Durant, like we we know he can score from anywhere on the court, but you just don't have that alpha dog mentality in you. Like you can even go back to 2012 when they played the Heat in the um in the finals. Yeah, he averaged like 40 points a game, but it had no impact. Meaning like there was no shots that changed the effect of the game. That's what I mean when I say no impact. So, just like the Sixers, out in the second round. Speaking of which, let me talk about Kyrie Irving too. Gotta talk about Kyrie. Um, you know, when when he was with LeBron those three years, Kyrie Irving was in the finals. Now, let's look at it every other year. Kyrie's been in the league without LeBron. Haven't even got past the second round. Says a whole lot. Because you want to be a leader, and you're still not a leader. Because you, you go to Boston, and no, you, you didn't lead that team. 
You had up-and-coming stars like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, which I think Jalen Brown is an alpha dog. Not to say Tatum's not. He'll get there. Just wouldn't. Mm. Yeah, Kyrie. Time for you to update your resume, brother. So now we got the Bucks and the Hawks. Game one is tomorrow. Who am I picking? Me and Steven made a bet again. Right now, he likes to let me know that he's 2-0. and Um... It was only befitting that I was going to bet him the Chiefs and the Buccaneers because he's a Buccaneers fan, so got to pick the Chiefs, right? It's Pat Mahomes. So he won that. And then the Baylor and Gonzaga. I thought Gonzaga was going to be that team to do what they do. It didn't happen. So now we're here. He's picking the Hawks to win the series. I'm picking the Bucks, and I don't see it going past five games. Because now you're going up against guards who are bigger, stronger, and just as fast as Trey Young. So he's going to get bumped a lot. And they know you have a shoulder injury too. Yeah, he's going to be in trouble. So Steven is picking the Hawks. I think that's going to be a mistake on his part. But I am picking the Bucks. Let's just hope Giannis doesn't make this series go like six or seven games because that would be crazy. Like, bro, make your free throws. Steven says Hawks in six. Okay. Anyway, NBA draft lottery is tonight. Who will get the number one pick? For for the Rockets' sake, it's better be the Rockets. Um, But I guess we just got to wait and see. I know that's something we'll talk about as the draft order comes around. We're going to talk about who's going to be the number one pick. Um, Kimba Walker got traded to OKC for Al Horford. Um, Brad Stevens is no longer the coach. He becomes the GM. He takes Danny Ainge's place. And uh, he did it so they could sign Jalen Brown and Tatum long-term. Basically, that's what it came down to. They didn't want to pay him. Shoot, they didn't want to pay Isaiah Thomas either. And it shows. Scott Brooks is out as the well, and the Wizards part ways. Um, kind of surprising. Um, kind of surprising with that one, and even with Stan Van Gundy uh, out as New Orleans coach. Um, I don't, I don't know what to say about that. Like. I don't think Scott Brooks is a bad coach. I just think that the team is. I'm, I'm, it has to be. It has to be the players. Well, you know, I think Scott Brooks is made for coaching. Cause I mean, he he did it a lot when he played in Houston and other teams he played for like Minnesota. That's on. The, that's only the team I can think of at the top of my head right now. But I think he's an okay coach. Stan Van Gundy, I believe, is a good coach. He just doesn't have the right team. Um, I think they gave up a couple of picks. Um, OKC, not OKC, uh, Boston, because um, yeah, Boston sent the 16th pick. So, but Stan Van Gundy, not to say that he was bad for New Orleans. He might be better in Portland. They they have some veteran guys over there. They may be a job he can look into. Who knows? Um, the Blazers are looking at Chauncey Billups and Becky Hammonds as their new coach. Matter of fact, they just came out and said a couple of hours ago that Becky Hammond Hammonds is in is a is one of the finalists to be the coach in Portland. That would be a shock. They'll be the first woman as the head coach of the NBA team. I don't think she's a bad coach, and and I'll say this because I'm not anti-feminist. I I do believe that if a person has the credentials, I believe that if a person has the credentials to to take on a position like that, I'll say give them the opportunity to do it, period. No matter what color you are, no matter your gender, no matter, no matter your sexual preference, like... That none of that matters. If you 
have the criteria if you've been doing your homework, doing X, Y, and Z as it pertains to being a coach or whatever the profession is. If you're qualified for it, give that person an opportunity. That's that that's my take. Um, Bam Adebayo and James Harden are committed to playing in the Olympics, but Curry, but Curry and and uh, Donovan Mitchell have declined. Um, I guess it's always good to play for your Olympic team, but people that decline, I understand. Curry probably declined because, well, from what I read, that he's committed to off-season workouts to get ready for the upcoming season. That is great. Let's go for it. Um, Donovan Mitchell, he probably wants to heal. I believe his ankle or hamstring. can't remember, but, yeah. Ben Simmons is doubtful to play for the, for the Australian team in the Olympics of I wouldn't play. Like, go work on your game. Australia be all right. It's not that they're going to win gold anyway. So, <laughs> so yeah, go go ahead. Don't play. Trust me, Australia's not getting the gold. It's going to the USA. Excuse me, y'all had to drink some coffee. I'm, um, your boy tired. He got a one-year-old son who, who want to be up. In the middle of the night, won't let your boy sleep. And my wife sleep, I gotta say that too. So yeah. Yeah. Ben Simmons go 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 work on your free throws. Cause how is it that Shaq have a better free throw percentage than you? Black NBA coaches hope that playoff success generates more opportunities for other black coaches that are up and coming or who whoever. Um, I hope it works out. I hope it works out. I hope that these coaches who who are still in, like Nate McMillan, um, I'm trying to see who are the other coaches that's left. Oh, Tyron Lou, Money Williams. Yeah, three out of four. That's not bad. That means that that assures us so far that there will at least be one black coach in the finals. It won't be two because the Bucks are going to win in five. All right. <laughs> MLB news. Um, players are being watched to make sure that there's no foreign substance on um, as their pitchers, basically for the pitchers. Whatever they use, they use to help them grip the ball better. You know, they're checking belts, caps, gloves, checking all of that. Under your, under your sleeve, stuff like that to make sure that you're not you know, putting it, putting anything, um, to help you grip the ball. I think that's funny. It's been going on for years, and all of a sudden we want to change it. Fernando Tatis Jr. Let me tell you about this guy. He doesn't just have the five tools. He got like six or seven. Here's why I say he has six or seven. So, to my baseball people. Well, to my non-baseball people, I should say, who don't know what the five tools mean, a 5-2 player is basically he has it all. He hit for average, hit for power, has speed, has fielding and throwing. Those are the five tools. But Fernando Tatis, I suppose I say he has six or seven because he has heart and he's charismatic. Those are six and seven. He has all of that. He's a seven-tool player. I'm going to have to put that um, on my Facebook. Yeah, Fernando Tatis Jr. is a seven-tool player. I'm going to name them all, too, in case, in case somebody know what the five-tool player is. Um, I got a chance to watch him last night against my Dodgers. They lost, I know. But, man, the way he plays the game, like, he definitely learned from his father. So, with all the Astros have endured – they find themselves atop of their division and tied for the second best record in the league, the entire league. So, banging other trash cans, they just smashed the White Sox. Steven, I hope you're watching. They just smashed the White Sox here. Like, beat the brakes off of them. Because I know he's a White Sox fan, so I'm 
I'm throwing it out there. Just smashed him. Smashed him. Bang. Every time you look up, Altuve hit a home run. Bang. <laughs> I'm only doing that because I know Steven is a White Sox fan, so I'm just teasing him. Um, NFL news. Um, Carl Nassib comes out and says he's gay. Who cares? Hey, here's breaking news. I'm straight. Let's applaud me. Yes, applaud me. Please, please applaud me. Hold your applause. Hold your applause. No one cares. Like, really, no one cares. If that's what you choose to do, no one, no one cares that you're gay. Can you play football? That's what they want to know. Can you go out on the field and make plays? He plays defense, so I think he's defensive end. Can you make plays? If you can do that, great. Let's do that. But if, you, but if you can't play football, no one cares what you do outside of football. As long as you are putting the work in to get ready for um, mini camp, getting ready for the season, doing what you're supposed to do, great. And people are applauding it. People are applauding, oh, you're so courageous. You're so courageous. Like, we're so proud of you. It's crazy how people who claim to be a part of a religion Applaud sin. I could dive into that. But you know what? Let's dive into it. So we got people applauding applauding sin. Like I'm wait, breaking news. Dajan is a Christian. Oh, oh. Dajan is a Christian, and he's straight, and he loves his wife, and he's a father in the home, and he goes to work and treat everybody the same. Let's applaud that. Let's normalize fathers being in the home, husbands loving their wife like Christ loved the church. Let's normalize that. Not, 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 not let's applaud some guy who says, you know what? It's Pride Month. I'm going to come out and say I'm gay. No one cares. Like, if you have to do that and it makes you feel so brave because you think other players are going to come out and do that, great. Again, are you going to, can, can you perform on the field? If you can perform on the field, great. I don't care what you do. Like, like, like even, even when I play some of my pro football, like, you know, they, they went out, had food and stuff like that. Um, I would go home. It, and, you know, after the game, whether we win, whether we won or lost, I went home. And it wasn't that I didn't want to hang out with them. It's just, just didn't, just didn't want to go eat food afterwards. Wanted to go home. So I went home. Nothing wrong with that. But, as long as I'm playing on the field, doing what I'm supposed to do on the field, yeah, that's that 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 that's what was more important. Not if I'm, oh, I'm gay. Now let me say this, so I don't want to offend anybody. Have no problem with anybody of the alphabet community, right? Don't have a problem with it. Whatever you choose to do, outside of your profession, or whatever you do in your home. Do it. Whatever. I don't care. My thing is, just don't try to convince me that that's the way to be. Or convince... Well, don't convince anybody. Like, let, let them make their choice on their own. Because I don't ever try to convince anybody to be a Christian. I don't ever convince anybody to to believe that being a Christian is this awesome thing. No, it takes a lot of sacrifice. It takes a lot of meekness. It takes a lot of Dying to yourself physically, daily. Dying to your thoughts. Dying to how you view people regardless of how they view you. Dying to reacting in a way that takes you out of character. It takes a lot of dying. And if you're not willing to die, then mm, you're going to have a hard time trying to be a Christian. I can tell you that. It takes a lot of dying. Yeah, it takes a lot of that. Frank Clark arrested for having an Uzi in his car. And I believe it wasn't loaded. Um, I'm I'm always 
like in between as it pertains to like football players carrying guns because you got to protect yourself. They see you as a, they don't even see you as a threat. They see you because you got money or believe you have money and you know, they want a piece of it. So, I mean, if he was licensed to carry or if he wasn't licensed to carry, he probably came and got this gun from Texas, Texas. So I don't blame him. Um, Eli Manning numbered to be retired. Good for Eli. He he brought them two championships. I mean, the defense was the main reason, but he definitely made a couple plays that'll go down in history to help propel them to those two rings. Vikings rookie, um, Twyman, I believe that's how you say his last name, was shot. Uh, back home in D.C., he plays for Minnesota Vikings. So he went back home to D.C. I guess they just finished um, OTAs and stuff like that. And he went home to see his family. But barring any setbacks, he should be fine to recover. Um, Again, that's one of those things where it's like, this is why these guys carry guns with them. Because, like, we've got to protect ourselves. Like Sean Taylor probably would have been arguably to go down as one of the best safeties ever by four cowards. So, yeah. <sighs> All right, the AFC. Because last week we talked about the NFC. Who is going to win the division and who's still going to make the playoffs? Because now seven teams can get in now. Um, AFC North. <sighs> Excuse me. It's a tough one, but I think I'm going to roll with. I'm going out on the limb. I've never done this. I've never picked them to win their division. But I'm going to go out on the limb and say the Cleveland Browns are going to win the AFC North. Woo! Yeah. Now, I've been wrong before. Obviously, I'm going to, according to Stevens, a uh, record book. So, if I'm wrong... That means don't trust me to to bet on things. Just, just saying it like that. I'm not, I'm a regular Charles Barkley and Stephen A. Smith. Um, I'm not gonna be like I guarantee though. Um, the South. Now that Tennessee has Julio Jones, you know it's really gonna be contingent on the defense in Tennessee. But you know what? I don't. I still don't trust Carson Wentz. The Texans don't know who's gonna be a quarterback because of what's going on with Deshaun Watson in Jacksonville. Um, they're going to be in games, but they're not going to win the division. So I'm rolling with Tennessee. Tennessee. Um, the East. Hmm. If the schedule is the way that it is, it's going to come down to the Bills and the Patriots, and that one is a toss-up. I'm going to say... Whew, I'm going to say the Patriots. Patriots are going to win a division. And in the West, no Brandon's Kansas City. But I do believe that. So that's four teams, which means they leave three spots open. So that means the Bills, the Ravens, and the Pittsburgh Steelers will be in the playoffs. There I said it. That's all I got for the for the NFL. Um, boxing news, Jamal Charlo. Charlo. Wins unanimous decision. Nayola. Um, I can't even say I, I forgot how to say his last name. Inoyu. I think he's a batting weight. They, they said he decimated this dude. There's Morinas. And with a third round knockout. I'm going to go back and watch it. But seeing some of his highlights. Like he's a batting weight. So he's like same size as my arm. He ain't that big. But he got power for days. Anderson Silva. Wins a stunning victory against Chavez Jr. Who is Cesar Chavez Jr.? Mm, they're both like 150. Don't care. Um, Muhammad Ali's grandson to make his boxing debut, I believe it's August 14th. Um, my hope is that he makes his own pathway and not try to follow in the footsteps of his grandfather. Muhammad Ali was a charismatic boxer. He is one of the greatest of all time. I just hope that his grandson does it his way, not with what everybody thinks he should do. 
Like, yes, like for instance, like I named my son after me, right? Like, yes, he has my name, but I don't want him to be anything like me. Obviously, I want him to be better, but that's that's any parent. Any parent should want that child to be better than them. So I'm happy for so you know I'm happy for him. I hope he does great. Um, hope he's very successful, and we'll just go from there. Um, quick question: um, Why was Lamar Odom fighting Aaron Carter? This baffles me. Like that's like that's like Snoop Dogg fighting Kevin Hart. <laughs> like like Lamar Odom is like six ten. Seven feet tall, and Aaron Carter's like four foot nothing. I mean, he's probably like five, 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 or something like that. But the way Lamar Odom just tagged this dude, it's like, that's crazy. That is crazy. Like, you got hit with everything. And I'm like, Whew. yeah, that's crazy. They shouldn't have been in the ring. It's like, it's like a, a great Dane fighting a Chihuahua. They, they should they should be in the same ring. All right, final thoughts, and I'm gonna get out of here. So, shout out to Black Girl Magic. Shout out to Black Girl Magic. So you got. Simone Biles. We got Simone Manuel. And we got Shakari Richardson going to the Olympics. And I am just happy. Happy for him. Because, you know, we about to take over in the Olympics. And we about to move mountains we're about to move furniture we're about to move everything coming to these olympics i'm not even gonna talk about the nba like well the nba players gonna win a gold medal that's a given but these three ladies and there's some more i believe if i'm not mistaken the whole gymnastic team is all black and they're going to the olympics about to shut it down you if you ain't with it you better get with it or get out the way you see me on the highway get out of my way all right also so thursday night um church services open back up um at my church thursday night services ran by my my brother from another mother uh jerry flowers jr him and his wife tanisha flowers um thursday night service when i tell you the place was packed the place was packed full of hungry people who wanted the word, who wanted authenticity. Authenticity. I think I said it right. If not, my wife's gonna correct me. Who who want who want the word, who gen, genuinely crave the word, and it's not watered down, it's not sugar coated, it's not, oh let me sprinkle a little of this on it. It's not a let me let me sow a seed type of thing. It's a word that is powerful and it's impactful. And I was amazed that it was crowded. Like, I, I got there early because, you know, I want to get there early. That's, you know, I like to get the places early. Because, you know, can be can be dragging your feet, especially when you're by yourself. It'd be different when I have my family with me. My wife won't get me for that. She can't hear me now, but she's going to get me for that. Um... So it was it was insane packed. Like, I'm glad I got there early, had a seat, had somewhere to park. Like, if this keeps happening every Thursday night, like, now they got to find a new building for for just for for redefined TV. But man, I was I was in like surprised to see that it was so many people there, so many. Well, not everybody that was a lost soul because there was some members uh, from the church that's there. But, you know, us as people, we, we think we got it all figured out. But us as millennials, we're hungry. We're hungry for the word and we want to be equipped the right way. Not this, you know, sow a seed and, you know, you, you know, you'll get a blessing. All this other watered down stuff that they be preaching on this motivational talk. No, we need the word. 
and it needs to be authentic. It needs to be genuine and it needs to be taught in a way where it's understandable and broken down. So I'm definitely going to be dedicating my Thursdays, even though I have to work Thursday night, dedicating my Thursdays to being there because, you know, they need people to help volunteer to help, um, you know, and because I'm a member of the church, you know, why not serve? That's a big thing, but I can say that for another for another uh, show. Yeah, I say that for another show about serving in the church, because everybody want to get paid, everybody want to get something, but they don't want to give nothing. Woo! That's a word in itself. Jesus came to serve, not to be served. Remember that. All right, this your boy Daydren, and this is the Unfiltered Sportsman Podcast. This is episode thirty-five. Thirty-six is next week. So on and so forth. We're going to keep this thing going. So, again, thank y'all for watching. Thank y'all for listening who are listening. Well, whenever you listen to it because I got to upload it or whatever. You know, do all that stuff. Anyway, y'all have fun. Be safe. Be true. More importantly, be you. Until then, peace.